Hello and welcome to another episode of Antiquity, a hella average gaming history lesson. And man, weren't the 90s fucking awesome? I mean, we had the Disney Afternoon, two amazing Ninja Turtles movies, and of course, we had some of the best video games around, with my personal favorite system of all time being the Super Nintendo. But whether or not you had the SNES, the Sega Genesis, or even the Neo Geo, man, gaming in the 90s was awesome. Was that? You've never heard of the Neo Geo? Well, I wouldn't blame you. But to find out about this amazing, yet unfortunately failed console, we have to travel back to that magical period of the 90s. You see, back then in the 90s, we had this thing called an arcade, in which if you wanted to play amazing games way beyond anything you could get at home, you had to get your ass out to a mall or a skating rink and go play in these gigantic wood cabinets that had amazing games like Street Fighter or NBA Jam with graphics and sound beyond anything we could possibly imagine. However, as great as these gaming cabinets were, they were rather expensive to make. And so you didn't get too many out there. You go into most arcades and you would find Street Fighters, a lot of Galagas, a lot of Final Fights. However, there was one company out there called SNK who had a brilliant idea. You see, the average arcade cabinet was just a monitor with a CPU that would have just one game on it. However, SNK had the brilliant idea in which they would make generic video game cabinets with the SNK logo, but instead of just having one CPU on board, they instead decided to have multiple slots. And these slots could have cartridges in it, very much like video game consoles. And what they would do is they would take three to four different cartridges and put them into a single arcade machine. This way, gamers could then choose between a number of different games for a single cabinet. Not only did this save space in the arcades, but it reduced cost of manufacturing different arcade games. This was such a brilliant idea that SNK decided to make this into a console. Initially, was only going to be for rental in Japan, or it was also going to be used in hotels so that people could play arcade games in their own room. However, these proved to be extremely successful and customers wanted to buy them themselves. SNK was at first a little bit hesitant as the video game market was pretty decidedly in, in the hands of both Nintendo and Sega at the time, but decided to throw their hat into the ring. And so, on April 27th, 1990, they released the first 24-bit system, the Neo Geo. And man, was the Neo Geo a very powerful system. Its CPU is technically a parallel processing 1632-bit base system with an 816-bit Z80 coprocessor, much like the Sega Genesis, while its GPU chipset has a 24-bit graphic data bus. The RAM inside the system was, at the time, a 214 kilobyte SRAM, with a main 68,000 RAM of 64 kilobytes. Video RAM was 84 kilobytes. This was the only console at the time that was able to play arcade-perfect replications of video games. See, many games at the time would be ported onto consoles like the SNES of the Genesis, but they would be downgraded in order to fit on the system. They would look and sound good, but nowhere near as good as the actual arcade. The Neo Geo, however, unlike these other home consoles, 
was actually an arcade system for home use. This meant the games looked and sounded exactly like they did in the arcades, and they were incredible. With such amazing games as Fatal Fury, The Art of Fighting, Metal Slug, Samurai Showdown, Magician Lord, they had a bunch of amazing games. Now, when the game launched in 1990, there were two versions that came out. One was the Gold System, which came with Magician Lord and Fatal Fury, as well as two joystick controllers. The other launched with just one joystick controller and no game whatsoever. Unfortunately, this system didn't last very long, as while it was extremely popular in Japan, in America, it floundered. The main reason? Price. You see, the system was extremely expensive. At the time, a brand new Super Nintendo with a copy of Super Mario World and two controllers cost around $199. Just the system and one controller and no game cost around $99. However, the Neo Geo, with no game and only one controller, launched at $399. While the Gold System, which came bundled with two games and two controllers, launched for $649.99. Inflated for today's price, that comes to over $1,125 for one system. This was far and away a luxury niche console, which very few people owned. And if that wasn't bad enough, games for the system cost upwards of $200 to $249 for a single game. And man, oh man, were these cartridges huge. Everyone who's seen an SNES cart would tell you it's probably a little bit bigger than a cassette tape. However, an average Neo Geo cartridge is the size of three DVD cases stacked on one another. These things are massive. And that's because these are the exact same cartridges they would use in the arcade. Now, unfortunately, while the Neo Geo was SNK's only foray into the home console market, Luckily, they did go the path of Sega. While their console was very damn good, although too damn expensive, their games were amazing. But unfortunately, unless you liked playing shooters and fighting games, there wasn't much variety on the system. They continued making games and still make games to this day, with the Fatal Fury and Samurai Showdown being probably their most successful. And many of their games are available on the PlayStation Network, Xbox Arcade, and the Wii Virtual Console. Now, if you're like me, you're probably wanting to get yourself a Neo Geo and play them as they originally intended. Unfortunately, for us vintage game collectors, the Neo Geo is far and away the most expensive retro console to collect for. Games themselves going for hundreds of dollars, even for the crappy and non-rare ones. The console itself is easily can cost set you back over a thousand, and the most expensive game going for well over a thousand dollars. So unfortunately, if you want to play you some Neo Geo, you're gonna have to go for either downloading those games off of the virtual consoles or the dreaded E that we do not speak of. I for one always wanted a Neo Geo as a kid, but I could never afford one. I, I know I know, sure as hell my parents weren't gonna shell out 700 to a thousand dollars for a video game console at the time, which is unfortunate as I wish SNK had made more consoles and while they did make a few handheld ones like the Pocket Swan Color, 
they never did get back into the market. But I for one am glad that they did indeed decide to continue making games. And hopefully, maybe in the future they'll pull Natari and come back and make a Neo Geo 2. Anyway, that's all for this installment of Antiquity. And I want you to remember, although Ron Jeremy may not be much to look at, at least he gets laid. And as always, stay hella average.